0: Hello, and welcome to our first ever podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Wolfe, and with me today, as always, is the world's sexiest co-host, my husband, Nathan Wolf.
1: Hey guys, what's going on?
0: Guys, I'm so excited to dive into the book of Acts and discuss not only the exegesis of the text, but also the theological and apologetic points of it. But before we dive in, we want to explain some things to you. We are solely devoting this first episode to who we are and what our ministry is about. But we will also be breaking down what some of those bigger words like theology, apologetics, and exegesis means so you're not kind of left in the dark.
1: That's right. Uh, We want you guys to know who we are, not only ourselves, but our ministry and what it is that we stand for. Uh, We want to explain how all of this got started. Kayla and I are pretty transparent people, which means we're pretty straightforward. What you see is what you get. We're open about our past and where we have came from and how we got here.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, we live deep in the Bible Belt of Southern Ohio. Do you want to explain what that means, Bible Belt?
1: Uh, absolutely. So if you're unfamiliar with the term, no biggie, uh, the Bible Belt is just a nickname of an area in the United States, mostly Southern, that has a higher church attendance than the nation's average. Does that mean that everyone is a Christian? No. Which makes it really difficult to do ministry around here. Everyone already thinks they got it all together.
0: Exactly. People think that just because they attend church on a Sunday means they can live how they want through the week. Or that they consider themselves a good person and attend church on Sundays means that they are saved. Folks, that is not what makes you a Christian. Um, Nathan, do you want to explain what the true meaning of a Christian is?
1: Yeah. Uh, A Christian is a person who recognizes their own sinful nature and repents of their sins or confesses of their sins uh, to Christ and asks for forgiveness through him. In turn, they actively try to maintain a Christ-like lifestyle, devoting their lives to worshiping God and sharing the gospel.
0: Can you um, explain to our listeners what gospel means? Like, let's just break all of this down.
1: Yeah. Gospel essentially means good news, um, and that is God created everything, including man and woman. Um, And that leads us to Adam and Eve, who originally sinned against God. Uh, Sin is what separates us from God and Um, For our sins to be forgiven, a sacrifice must be made.
0: Is that why they had to do animal sacrifices back in the Old Testament?
1: Right. Um, That is until God humbled himself and came to earth in human form. He lived a perfect life and took on the punishment for our sins and died on the cross. Three days later, he rose from the grave, conquering death once and for all. Then 40 days later, he ascended into heaven, uh, and that's where he currently resides now, at the right hand of God.
0: Wait, back it up. What do you mean by punishment for our sins?
1: Well, uh, the punishment of treason is what? Death, right? Sin is treason against God. So Jesus literally took the wrath of God, the punishment that we deserved, eternal death and damnation. So by Jesus paying our ransom, we may die physically, but spiritually we have been granted eternal life by believing in him. Gotcha. Mm,
0: Now that that's taken care of, do you want to explain a little bit about yourself to our listeners? I mean, I know I know everything about you, (laughs) um, but do you want to break it down (laughs) for us?
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, so, essentially, um, I always grew up in the church, um, and I guess I kind of fell into that Bible about Christianity, um, you know, I, I always went to church with my grandma, always considered myself a Christian, but I wasn't really actively pursuing a Christian lifestyle, like, I mean, I wasn't, like, going out and partying, being a terrible person, but I wasn't really focusing on what it means to be a Christian.
0: Can you explain what that means a little bit more in depth, like, To show not just how you go to church, you know, people think you're a Christian, but what are ways that you can express that to others?
1: Right. So, like, the whole Bible Belt mentality is, um, as long as you're a good person, you go to church, you do this, you do that. You keep these rules. That's not really what Christianity is. Um, Christianity, how you can express that is, you know, actively reaching out to your friends, reaching out to your family, um, telling them about God, being involved in your Bible each and every day, be, being sure that you're reading your Bible, praying every day, worshiping every day. It's not so much, you know, just keeping the rules and keeping this kind of legalistic mindset that we hold on to. Um, it's, it's a whole lifestyle change. And a lot of people don't really live that lifestyle. And I definitely wasn't when I was a kid. Um, so it wasn't really until I got into my senior year of high school Um, I started going to Revolution Church, that was pastored by Matt Rawlings, Um, and he really kind of took me under his wing and showed me apologetics at an early age. And that what that's what really like set me on fire for Christianity. Like that really just changed my whole outlook on Christianity. Um, And from that, I graduated high school went to college, was in college for about a year. I was sitting in class and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. This isn't where I need to be. Um, So I finished out that semester and immediately jumped on board with a band um, at the time called Shook Light Dead Men. Uh, They're a Christian hardcore band um, from here in Southern Ohio. Um, At the time, they weren't a Christian band. Uh, Their drummer was actually a newfound atheist. So over the course of the summer, we kind of worked on Dave a little bit here and there. Um, He eventually came back to the faith and became a Christian, which propelled Shook into being a Christian band. And over the course of the next year, uh, we went on various tours with some of our best friends. We've played with now National and Worldwide Acts. Um, So I took that year, year and a half off from school to really focus on um, being a Christian to where the church was failing. You know, the church wasn't going after these young kids, going after these punks, going out from these people that felt like they were outcast in society, but they could go, you know, and feel accepted at these metal shows where you could dress how you wanted, act how you wanted, look how you wanted, and no one was going to judge you. And I think that's where the church was really, like, off-putting a lot of kids. So we were reaching kids that the church has been failing to reach for, you know, decades.
0: Right. Right. So... I mean, guys, I married a rock star first and foremost, <laughs> <All right. laughs> local legend in the hardcore scene. Um, that is amazing. I mean, Nathan got to do all these life experiences and that's super, super insane. Um, I'm super envious of that, but my story is just a kind of a little bit different. Um, well, a whole lot of different cause I'm not a rock star. Right. <laughs> um, unlike Nathan, after I graduated high school, I actually left the faith, um, I became agnostic, which if you're unfamiliar with that term, it means that I believed in a higher power, but I didn't think it was just God. I thought there was something greater than God. Um, I thought that I could do it on my own. I -hmm. thought that, because I would go to church and I would see these people, and I guess it's kind of how a lot of people have that mentality today about how hypocrisy is. I would see these people who would, you know, be hateful or mean to me or you know, bully me in school and say mean things on social media. Cause like, right. I know we're old, but when we graduated, like, social Facebook was just becoming a big thing. Right, right. So social media was just becoming a huge thing. And so, by going through all of that, I'd see these people, and I'm like, man, that's not what Christ was about. Right. And I was sitting in a college class, and my partner in the class was actually an atheist, and I was challenged on my faith, and then it hit me. I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, why am I defending or doing something I don't even know anything about? So I left. Um, you know, it wasn't until a couple years later that I found out that I was pregnant, and it brought me back into the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister, Megan, had prayed for me every single day while I was away from the faith, and she always on my case. And at the time, I'm like, you are so annoying. But <laughs> <laughs> hindsight, um, I was super appreciative and grateful for Um, And, you know, she started mentoring me. Right. She started keeping me under her wing and training me. Do you want to go into a little bit more depth what mentor is? Right.
1: So mentoring is basically just taking someone under your wing and training them. Uh, Think of it kind of like an apprentice. Um, You take a younger person of the same gender and you disciple them. Uh, you hold them accountable, you teach them, and you help them grow with their walk in Christ, kind of like how Matt did for me when I was younger and how Megan done for Kayla when she was younger.
0: Exactly. Um, so she took me in, and even to this day, she's still training me. Um, she actually owns her own nonprofit women's organization, and, you know, she's crushing it on that aspect. And, like, we're truly, truly grateful and blessed to have her in our lives. Absolutely. And even her husband. I mean, right. he trained you, and she trained me <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's kind of weird how that's how we they, got together. <laughs> they put us together like that for real.
0: Um, okay, do you want to go a little bit more in depth what mentoring means and like how to get involved with a mentor?
1: Right. Uh, so mentoring is really key in your walk with Christ. Um, having someone that can hold you responsible with your walk. Um, this could be you know your youth pastor at church or even an older person in the church uh, that can help you grow um if you don't have a mentor i I suggest that you would reach out to someone in your church someone that you can trust uh someone um you know that's not going to run and tell your parents everything that you're doing someone that you can really confide in um and and it may take a while to build that trust with somebody but really actively search out someone in your church um that you know you kind of look up to you see them and you think you know Man, they really got it together, which I'm sure that they don't, but
0: No. <laughs> <none of laughs> no kids on you.
1: <laughs> but really reach out and and just approach someone and ask them, you know, hey, you know, give them a a, a little bit about yourself and tell them, you know, I'm looking for someone to mentor me, someone who help me grow in my faith. How I how can I take my faith as seriously as you do?
0: Right. Right. Um, I know we both mentor people, young teens, and I think that as a mentor, it's super rewarding having that, um, trust and bond with your mentee, mentorees. Is that a word? Is that a thing? (laughs) (laughs) Your teens, I always call them the teens. Um, but that kind of is kind of the branch that we started with Kingdom Minded. Do you want to go into depth how we got started?
1: Right. Uh, so it really was kind of like this perfect storm, um, We had gotten some very troubling news for our family, uh, something that, you know, we'll kind of touch up on later. Um, But during that time, we were, you know, either mad or questioning God or even apathetic towards God and Christianity as a whole. Um, But after a couple weeks, we really kind of buckled down and started taking our faith seriously again. This is when we heard the crippling statistic that 7 out of 10 kids who grow up in the church abandon the faith by the time they reach college. Our pastor really kind of kindled that fire that was already burning in us as he was rallying us to aim to reverse that statistic. You know, we were already involved in various youth programs at our church, um, everywhere from, you know, toddlers to teens. Yeah. But we really wanted to take it to the next level and really, you know, push this whole mindset of kingdom minded.
0: Right. Right, do you want to break down what Kingdom-Minded Hooligans actually means for them?
1: Uh, yeah, so Kingdom-Minded Hooligans actually derived from a non-profit Christian apparel company that I was running alongside Shook back in the day. Um, it was called Wrath Clothing, Wrath or Rise Above the Hate. Uh, it was a clothing company that aimed to address the bullying and hatred that had started to arise in the in the music scene. Um and we was really addressing that with Christianity. KMH was actually a t-shirt design uh, that was eventually going to be a rebranding of Wrath Clothing, but through a few mishaps and just life coming at you, it really kind of fell through. Here we are with KMH. This is a ministry, not just an apparel company. You know, we're getting teens and young adults set on fire with the Holy Spirit. You know, changing their actual mindset on how they would see the world and how they live their life being kingdom-minded we do this through careful exegesis theology and apologetics
0: right right exactly i mean it's pretty incredible from where we started um so many years ago to where it's brought us here today absolutely um now we have said a lot of huge big terms right, do you want right. to start breaking those down um fun fact nathan and i are huge apologetic and um, theology nerds <laughs> so we do we do use christianese a lot um so if you have a question or if you said a word that you're like wait wait hold on go back what does that mean send us a comment too on our website so we'll definitely help that but right now let's break down what exegesis theology and apologetics mean for them
1: all right so as a young Christian I really hated you know all of these terms everybody had to have a term. For what specific school of thought, or what they believe, this, that, or the other, but
0: which is Christianese, right? Yeah, that's what we call it, Christianese. Sure. <laughs>
1: um, and it, and it still kind of gets under my skin a little bit, but there are some terms that you know just come with the territory. Right. So exegesis is the explanation or interpretation of scripture, and that's not all self-interpretation. You really have to look at the historical evidence and the historical setting. And context in which it was written, written, and who it was written to.
0: Especially with the Greek and Hebrew translations of it, for right, sure.
1: Right. There's a lot of a lot of mistranslations, and if you're not reading it in context with the Greek and Hebrew in mind, there's a lot of things that you know could become misconstrued. Exactly. Um, theology. Uh, it's pretty.
0: Which is my favorite. <laughs> uh, the- <laughs>
1: theology is pretty self self sufficient. Um, it's the study of the nature of God, just point blank. Um, and next is kind of my, my niche, um, is apologetics. Apologetics comes from the Greek word meaning, or the Greek word apologia, which means to defend or in defense of. So combined with Christian, Christian apologetics, um, it's just being able to defend your faith through, you know, various aspects.
0: Right. So are there different types of theologies and apologetics and like, natures of that like i mean are there different branches or is there just one?
1: Oh yeah um there's tons uh there's some more solid and more practical than others uh but that that's a whole nother can of worms that's that's a topic for another day
0: right so as we keep diving in week after week we're going to be breaking down what these terms mean different forms of theology different forms of apologetics right. um and i think that kind of concludes this week's episode um, don't forget that we put out new podcasts every Wednesday and new vlogs every Friday.
1: Right. So uh, if you like this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe to it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a review.
0: And be sure to visit our website at www.kingdommindedhooligans.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at km hooligans.
1: You can find Kayla on insta at Kayla Ellen and myself wolf underscore k dot m dot h
0: bye guys and thank you for tuning in if you have any comments questions or concerns please feel free to reach out to us on any social media platform or our website also um if you want new topics for vlogs be sure to fill out our contact card and in the subject line and in the comment box be sure to put the topics you want to talk about
1: absolutely and we hope you guys have a great week
0: see ya Kingdom Minded Hooligans is an online teen ministry. Today's episode was written by me, Kayla Wolf, and our sound design is by Brady Keaton.
1: said we can still go in and fix all this. <laughs> Cut
0: print. Welcome to the outtakes. <laughs>
1: all right, Linda we'll Beltra. Are
0: you ready? Yes. Okay. It's not off. Here there go. we go. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Kingdom Minor again?
1: Check, 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 check. <laughs> Hello. Yes. I said hey. Being a mouth breather. <laughs>
0: Your plug's about to fall out. I don't know how much quality it'll pick up. <laughs> That's gross. Oh, I gotta turn my phone off low-power mode.
1: Off a of low-power mode or on low-power
0: mode? Off, because it takes my screen off. And I don't have to keep vlogging in.
1: <clears throat> okay, let's just...
0: Um, can you explain... Oh, sorry! Guys, we are Hot Mess It's Gross.
1: Okay, Miss, I can hear you breathing from where you're sitting.
0: You can hear me breathe from where I'm sitting?
1: Yeah. Now you're trying to cover it up. Just go back to playing on your phone for a minute. You'll hear yourself.
0: It's like Darth Vader breathing? Yeah. Shut up. You're just mean (sighs) because I moved it. Okay. Okay.
1: I see. Look how low my voice is compared to you talking.
0: Talk. I'm talking right here. Right now. Now you're trying to whisper so they can't hear I'm not whispering. Okay. Okay. All right. Pause it. Let's hear it.